for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, with 24 hours of commercial free programming. This is Cornell Reed from the Comedy Garage, and your brain is currently being melted by my man Sean Green in the Green Room Show on LATalkRadio.com. Step out of that shit like a homeless man trying to change his life. We do it so fresh. And we do what the fuck we want to do. Yo. The Green Room is brought to you today by Tees for All. Log on to SeanTGreen.com and click the Tees for All link to access their amazing catalog of t-shirts and apparel. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Green Room. We're doing it live here on latalkradio.com. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the show and what a show we got for you. Feel free to give us a call at any point in the program on the LegalZoom self-help hotline, 323-203-0815. Feel free to log on to LegalZoom.com as well. You can create legally binding documents in minutes, and if you use the bonus code GREEN at checkout, you'll get the extra Green Room discount. I'd like to welcome on my left-hand man. The voice of the green room, Logan Lysico. Logan, thanks for being on the show. And a Paul Danky day to you, sir. <laughs> yes, it is. Indeed, it's a Paul Danky day. I'd like to welcome on, uh, co- or um, additionally, a founder of the Comedy Garage, longtime, longtime pal and stand-up um, confidant, Paul Danky. Paul, thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks for having me on the show. When do I become like a... When, when do I get referred to as like a regular on the show? How many? Oh yeah, well yeah, you you've a, been on punch uh, card. It's gotta be like, wait, sure. Yeah, time. yeah, we got we got You're you on a regular status, which may, means you to keep up stand up st- <laughs> secrets. David. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I stuttered all through that. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know yeah. how to phrase guy I've done stand up with for years. Yeah, and, and make it seem like imp- you know some sort of credit. But yeah, it sounds like you're really confiding in me. Well, I guess that's true though. I mean that no, those yeah, Luca we, sessions they get pretty uh yeah pretty we get comical, pretty yeah pretty intimate. You know, we we talk about who sucks, who's yep. cool, yeah. why people suck, who's who's a real tool about booking shows, who's kind <laughs> of a tool. So yeah, I guess I guess you have some of my secrets. Although most of my, I mean, not to unleash my can of worms, but I'll I do it. In general, I just I hate everyone. <laughs> not not yes. to paint. He goes to Paul for everyone but Paul. Well, no, I'm saying in general, <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't hear it. most stand-up comedians are shitheads. I mean, there's there's some cool no, people right, out right. there, and the people listening are just convincing themselves that they're the cool people, or they're probably not listening to the show. They're too <laughs> self-absorbed. It's okay. No, I'm not I'm not really sweating. The ones one listening the are the cool ones, probably. Exactly. See, that's how it works. Speaking of cool people, uh, shout out to all the green machines that have been yes. uh, posting <laughs> the episodes on Facebook. It's really uh, it's really making a difference, guys. I appreciate that. And, you know, like uh, last week you had like a dozen people post a link. You know, you do the math 12 times. If they have a 1,000 friends, you're looking at another 10,000 people possibly seeing the episode. So that makes a real big difference. And uh, Logan. <laughs> That's I want... a very generous uh, <laughs> rounding up, though. Everyone has a thousand friends. Why are you shitting on this? <laughs> See, this is this is what happens. That's what this I do. Is, this is what this is why we. I'm devil's advocate here. <laughs> this is why Logan's on the show because he gets me angry and shits on my points. <laughs> He's trying Logan. to talk you out of the success of the show. You're, you're right, Logan. You're on success. the show, okay? It behooves you to be on a successful show. Let's. It no, may, you're right. You're right. Let's 
hype up the show. Let's promote the show. We well, don't need I to bring. Well, I call bullshit if I know the audience. The Green Machines are is a smart okay. audience. All right. All right. Yeah, but okay, a lot of people have a thousand friends. If you're in LA and you're doing stuff, it's not unheard of to have a thousand friends on Facebook. Yeah, people like you that don't do good. anything on Facebook or ever post, yeah, maybe you don't have as many <laughs> friends. Active social networkers like myself and Paul Danke, you know, we scoff at a thousand. I was I was lowballing for a thousand. I'm looking at like 2,500 friends, Logan. 2,500 close Whoa. people oh, that shit, that are schooling me right now. That I are getting even... up to date. So yeah, I could. It could be – you're right. It very well could be higher than 12,000, Logan. You son yeah, of Paul. a bitch. <laughs> you just got handled, L-Dog. Um, Shit. My, uh, my parents – my Sean mom jacked up. My mom uh, gave me the uh, the post-show wrap-up. She'll usually either say, good show, great show. You know, one or the other. She, Her and my uh, dad listen to the program. And uh, last week it was, great show, but we really missed Logan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Logan, there are a couple of uh, big L-Dog heads, and, uh, yeah, they missed you. For the, the week that I wasn't here, but I still called in twice. <laughs> right, exactly, that week. Wow. That just wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't enough, Logan. Now, you know, uh, I, I, I listened to that episode yesterday. Last week, last Friday morning, I drank my morning cup of coffee. Cup of Joe? Settled in for a, a hot episode of the green room <laughs> yeah. right off right off the presses, and I was loving it. Well, thanks, man. Great episode. Yeah, good times. We had Cornell on uh, last week. Cornell, of course... Um, destroyed Logan and his ability to create an amazing haiku. <laughs> Logan Logan really got rattled. It was pretty great. Yeah, oh man, I'm so excited to good. see your rebuttal. You gotta come back strong, my Logan, friend. there's a lot of pressure for you to come <laughs> out of the gates with a super super strong haiku. I may have to switch to limericks. <laughs> you because Cornell showed you how haikus do, are done. Yeah. <laughs> now Paula, how you been doing, man? What what have you been up to? How was the uh how was the Valentine's Day? I know that happened. You're a married man. What, oh yeah. How's Valentine's Day work out for you? Valentine's Day, well, I mean, we're we're um we're we're broke right now, so we didn't like we did we went out to dinner one night and then uh, on Valentine's Day I uh my my big gift was I made her dinner, but I also put my computer and phone away and didn't look <laughs> at it the entire night. Some guy mentioned it on the internet as like a joke, and I was like, he's joking, but that's a fucking great idea, and I did that, and man, I'll tell you. Worked out. Yeah, worked out just fine. <laughs> you're, you're hooking up with the the wife, and you're just thinking, oh, man, I wonder what's going on that phone. <laughs> because you, really, the cell phone, now you're just tethered to it. Yeah. And it seems like a great idea because, oh, you can access all this information. You get so much done on the fly. But then really, it's also just this, this vortex that's tethered to you that's just sucking your attention dry. And, you yeah. know, you can access online gambling, pornography. You can get into all sorts of stuff. Yeah that you know at least you had to think about before and maybe drive somewhere or do something now it's just it's sitting right on your hip at every moment it's like i i can't help like i will find myself talking to somebody at a bar and then someone else enter the conversation i'm still in it but i just all of a sudden (laughs) i realize i'm looking at my phone i'm like god i'm a fucking asshole (laughs) right i bet the movie's like trying to get concessions and i'm looking at my phone when i'm ordering i'm like hey great i've become this guy i want to kill myself (laughs) awesome right i'm at i'm in starbucks and all i order every day is just a small cup of straight coffee right and i'm still like oh yeah scrolling through yahoo point and it's like stuff i don't even want to look at but you just feel compelled like Oh, that you can do so much, and you're just like, I gotta look at it. What do I got? I gotta keep looking at this. Yeah, it's well, it's like I can't waste this five minutes of my life just standing here staring at a menu. Right? Like, yeah, you feel like done. you, in a weird way, you feel like you're being productive. Like, oh, hey, I'm uh, taking care of business. I'm sending out emails. There is 
legitimate business you can do, but you right. can also kind of get just sucked into this this vortex of your own attention. Truth be told, I'm generally playing games too. <laughs> like oh, I'm like I'm watching I'm watching a stand up. You know, I'm at some show. Someone's doing their bit, and it's just like it's like yeah, I've seen it. All of a sudden, I'm playing that bubble breaker game, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I'm trying to beat that thing on master, and I'm really close. Right. Really your, close. Your brain earned that. It's I, on my mind all the sitting time. Sitting through yeah, shows. That sounds like it, some important business to take care of. Well, yeah. If you're almost there. Sitting through shows is is very difficult sometimes just because, it, like you said, you've either heard the joke a million times or you've heard the style a million times. It gets difficult. Yeah. But uh, I don't understand. Now, I've been talking about this dur- during the week. I don't understand this whole anti-Valentine's Day approach by, by guys in particular and uh, you, you know, I, I'm I'm a man's man. Don't get me wrong. And I, I, you know, I'm a I'm a man's man. Yep. But I don't I don't <laughs> see this. I don't understand this kind of rebellion against Valentine's Day. Like, oh man, you know Valentine's Day? That was just made up by corporate America to buy and sell stuff. Yeah, no shit. That's every holiday. Yeah. Every holiday is made up. None of it really is has any true meaning. Okay, maybe if you're super religious. But honestly, when you're carving up a ham, or you're really yeah. thinking about the birth of Christ? No, it's an excuse to get together, to eat food, to have fun. You take an extra day out of your life. I mean, for the most part, every day is just, oh, hey, here's another boring day. Oh, Valentine's Day. Hey, what? It's an excuse to eat chocolate. And okay, yeah, your your wife or girlfriend, she has sex with you the entire year. You got to take her out for a, a, an Italian dinner and buy her a glass of wine. Why? Why try and fight that? Yeah. Why? The, why? Why? It's like people don't want to have sex. They're like, oh, I know what it takes to do it, but I am not going to do it. And and Paul, I, I mean, I'm not married, but, it, you know, it, you, uh, selling the 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 idea to your girlfriend or, or wife like, oh, hey, you know, uh, you know, this is just a made up holiday. It's stupid to celebrate it. Y- yeah. Maybe your wife might say, oh, yeah, I agree. Let's not celebrate. it. But honestly, you're yeah. not. But they yeah, want to celebrate it. Guys want to guys want to do guy stuff, and there's there's nothing anti-feminist about being a woman and enjoying Valentine's Day. You like being emotional. You like celebrating love. That's fine. Yeah, I don't dude. understand why people have to go out of their way to take down holidays. I don't, especially when like the the object of Valentine's Day is to like knock it out of the park. You know, everybody's gonna. Everybody, it's like okay, the idea is you're supposed to you know like or love whoever you're with every day. Right. But it's like, yeah, yeah. But you, you phone it in a lot of days. Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of get day, used to them. You know, this is when the lingerie comes out. Right. This is when dinners get made. I mean, people stop being a piece of shit for a day and really focus on getting And it busy. is just one day. And if you yeah. don't make an effort, they'll remember that for the entire year. Why not just try? Well, I don't know why the guy, you're like kicking and screaming, fighting it. Just go with it. I feel like most people fighting it are single and angry. Well, yeah, I well, guess I mean, they're unlovable. Rare, there is a rare exception <laughs> of the douchebag who has a girlfriend or a wife and is using that as an excuse to just not do anything. Yeah. Well, it's like I remember I used to I used to and this girl she would say, "Well, you don't understand Valentine's Day because you're married. You don't understand how horrible it is." And I'm like, "No, no, no. I mean, I work with you every day. I know how horrible." <laughs> it is. It's like, I know how you got That's into funny. this mess, and you want to blame me being married for not forgetting it? No, no. You just don't get it. You're just undateable. It's not my fault. I'd do that. Right. I I guess the bitter people, it's like, oh, I have no one to celebrate with. Then go out to a bar and eat some some cheap candy. Quit being such a self-involved piece (laughs) of shit and maybe someone will talk to you. I mean, honestly, I didn't have anyone this this Valentine's Day, and it sucks a little bit, but it's one day, and you know what? 
I'm reserving it when I do have a date. It's going to be awesome. Why? Right. And why Logan, would I try to shut that down for the future? Logan, and what? But um, it wasn't oh, a total Oh, and I got awesome. candies and cookies sent from mom. So yeah. yeah. I mean, Logan and I, <laughs> Logan and I had an awesome Valentine's Day. Yeah. We just ate all this candy and sweets that our mom sent us. I don't know why everyone's bashed on Valentine's Day. You just maybe they don't have. Mom's like, All right, do. yeah, maybe their moms just send them angry letters. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess most moms check out a Valentine's Day. You know that that's that makes sense. But still, you don't you don't need to carry all this anger around. If you're a single guy, just go to the bar and watch sports, or have a couple beers and hang out. I'm sure you can find other single guys to be with. I just yeah. don't understand this people getting all riled up and like angry about a, a holiday also it's, when well, yeah if you have a girl that you like and valentine's day is coming up obviously that's an opportunity too yeah i don't know I, valentine's day is just good all around I well the know. problem with people like talk about the commercialization and it, the commercialization of it and it's really like the whole hallmark card thing is people think it's really cliche all the expressions of love are all very cliche but it's like hey man it only has to be that way if you're being as lazy as possible <laughs> right. on Valentine's Get Day. creative. Yeah, you want to show her that you love her by, you know, fucking painting the garage? Paint the garage. <laughs> yeah, figure exactly. it out. Pull your head out of your ass and figure out what that lady wants. <laughs> right. And just just give it up like a champ. Yeah, I mean, women aren't – I mean, they're hard to figure out completely. But if you just show effort, I feel like, uh, you know, they're pretty oh, – they yeah. grade on a curve as long as you show some effort. <laughs> God bless them. Well, uh, some people say Valentine's Day is gay. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, but using gay in a negative sense, I, I just learned this. Uh, Wanda Sykes just taught me this, that apparently it's not cool. Yo, 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 check out this chef, right? <laughs> right? That's so gay. It's really gay. <laughs> Dude, look at those pants. Please don't say that. What? Don't say that something is gay when you mean that something is dumb or stupid. It's insulting. It's like if I thought this pepper shaker was stupid, and I said, man, this pepper shaker is so 16-year-old boy with a cheesy mustache. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, good one, When Wanda. you say that's so gay, <laughs> do you realize what you say? Knock it off. <laughs> oh, man. Those, How those... did her show get canceled with that wits? <laughs> those teenagers learned a lesson. I don't think they'll be using gay anymore. Oh, you're right. If you did say that long description of a 13-year-old boy, I would be offended. Yeah, it's just not punchy. You're right. It doesn't it, – what if I referred to this pepper shaker For as a, a 60, cheesy 16-year-old boy with the mustache? Well, that's oddly specific, and uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think that really has the same ring to it as calling stuff gay. And I gotta say, for a comedian with that voice, <laughs> she should be punchier. She should be punching up her. <laughs> right. She's got a natural delivery, out. and she is funny. And you know what she does when she goes on stage? She occasionally makes fun of people. That's what she does for yeah. a living. That's she became known as this sassy chick making fun of guys and whatever. And yeah, I guess as it turns out, she's a lesbian. But I, I hate, um, you know, if you're gonna get politically correct, it, it's it's not the area for a comedian. Like you made your bones making fun of stuff, yeah. calling stuff stupid, and then now you're gonna try and say, oh hey, this is this is so offensive. You can't use this. Okay, but you can call guys lazy bums or, you know, you can kind of do whatever you want to do or ha make fun of people in the way that you find appropriate. But a couple guys sitting around at a pizza shop, they're looking at a – first off, I don't know why they called this uh, chef gay. It's a ceramic statue of a fat Italian guy making a pizza. Oh, yeah, a I pizza love those shop. ceramic <laughs> statues. Those guys are great. Yeah. Right? What's gay about that? I mean, I understand calling stuff gay if you think it's – oh, hey, that's gay. But it's just a, it's just a fat Italian Italian guy in a chef's hat making a pizza. I just hate that 
she did the opposite of what a comedian's supposed to do. Like they they were having fun and laughing about something <laughs> and Whoa. not even being offensive, and she totally just killed it and wow, ruined that's fascinating. it. What's fascinating? Just that's an interesting point. It's an interesting way to look at it. Oh, that she's, she's a comedian. She's one of those people having laughter. fun. They were laughing and having fun. <laughs> and she said that. She said that there's like five seconds of silence where they're like, "Oh, is she messing with us?" Well, it's like <laughs> what I don't understand. And honestly, if she is the comedian coming in and busting on this kid, first off, isn't that what you're kind of arguing against? Like, hey, you shouldn't make fun of people because it hurts their feelings. And then you come in and, and shit on this 16-year-old with a cheesy mustache? You're making fun of a kid like 30 years younger than you trying to embarrass him in front of his friends. How is that any better than him making fun of a ceramic statue? First off, that statue is not alive. This 16-year-old, he's a human being. He probably has depression issues. Yeah, he might have low <laughs> self-esteem. Yeah, okay? he has a shitty mustache. He has acne. He's got a shitty mustache. He's hanging out with a couple zit-faced friends at a pizza shop. He's probably trying to think of happier times. Maybe high school's not going that great for him. Then you, then you saunter in, high and mighty, Miss <laughs> Wanda Sykes, and totally shit on his day. And honestly, if you've ever been in that situation where you're like a teenager, kids, and you're hanging out and you're doing something you shouldn't do, and an adult comes in and totally shuts you down, like why are his friends not laughing? Because it's not funny. She who didn't. Yeah. Make- she didn't do it right. By the way, that was a. I, I was just thinking about that. That's a horrible example because she even says <laughs> I know. she even says pepper shaker. Like what? Why would you even She's mention pepper the shaker, pepper shaker? Yeah. I thought she was gonna go black. Right. I mean, none of it made any sense. It was just I think, like she was so flustered by the whole haven't thing. Haven't we? Haven't we? As you know, comedians and society in general just already started. Like we're done with. PSAs like afternoon, like yeah. after school special. PA. Yeah, we've turned with it's, it's it, we've come too far. Yeah, so it's like don't don't try to be like really socially conscious and try to make a point on and then do it in a, an after school special format. It's like it's just corny. You're making yep. the whole thing corny. Well, now they're trying to to make retard the R word <laughs> instead of saying. I'm retard. actually cool with that. I'm done with. I mean, I don't really say retard ever. And the R word, I think I'm gonna really get a lot of play out. Of. <laughs> I say retarded though. I don't okay. call um, we got retarded. a uh, we got a caller here. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey guys, it's Cornell. Oh, okay. What's up, Doc? Cornell. Uh, hey guys. How's it going, hey, Cornell? Uh, I'm calling. Uh, I mean, I know it's a little off topic, but. Um, I just uh, was hanging out with my friend Joe today this afternoon. We got some lunch. Um, my friend Joe who works at Promises, and he had some interesting insight into why Logan missed last week's show. Wow. Um, Promises. Yeah. I guess he did another one-day stint in rehab. Like, <laughs> Logan. Wow. I guess okay. this is about the seventh or eighth this year, Logan, in 2011 so far. Wow. Mm. Well, yeah, it's kind of personal. I wish you didn't call in to the radio show and announce that, but yeah, I've been through rehab a few times. They let me call into radio shows, though, from rehab. It's fun. I just thought, you know, we should know because we didn't, you know, it's kind of a big deal. I guess they tried to help you, you know, and but you didn't want to help yourself. You stormed out of there, beat up one of the guys in Promises real bad. Wow, yeah. Logan is Logan is getting angry, Cornell. Well, that's now, just because I'm an animal. Yeah. Now, Cornell... Wow. Cornell, uh, you know, not to play devil's advocate, but is this just some sort of oh, way for me, for you to get me to fire Logan because you want to take over the haiku job? Is that is that kind of what's going on? You're trying to wait. Dig? First of all, I don't work for Sean. Let's just <laughs> I'm going to announce that on this radio show. There's okay. a lot of Logan's the employee of the year. No, I thought yeah. you were his monkey. No, yeah, exactly. Well, that's according to the uh, reviewer. I never, I never. I mean, said I, that. he could ask me not to come, and I. So Logan, you don't work show, for but... Sean. No. <laughs> 
Well, right. So There's no official arrangement. the position's open, then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an open competition. All right. Well, uh, thanks for calling, Cornell, and thanks for that info on uh, Logan's and Tori's Yeah, fest. Logan, I'm worried about you, man. Take care. <laughs> oh, you're going to die in this week's. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Tension is getting oh, riled man. up. Man, that, uh, man, Lo- Logan, how you taking that, man? This is the truth bomb got dropped in the room. Logan, are you? Okay? Oh, Logan, Logan is <laughs> Logan's not even listening to me. He's just furiously scribbling something down. It's like he's carving the haiku into the piece of paper. <laughs> wow, you're gonna have to stay tuned for that haiku later. Um, Corn dog. Speaking of uh, Logan, it, it, it was interesting. I noticed I was looking at the Google traffic on the website, and uh, we're getting a lot of a lot of Logan hits. And I I was trying to figure it out. Maybe something happened. And then I stumbled upon this clip on uh, CNN, and it, it made a lot more sense. Logan was in the city's Tahrir Square after Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak stepped down. The network said in a statement that she and her team, along with their security, were surrounded by a mob of more than 200 people. Logan suffered, quote, a brutal and sustained sexual assault and beating after she was separated from her crew in the crush of the mob. She reconnected with the CBS team and returned to the U.S. on Saturday. Logan is the chief foreign affairs correspondent for CBS News. She's one of at least 140 correspondents who have reportedly been injured or killed since late last month while covering the unrest in Egypt. So, Logan, anything? Uh, so, you've been all over the world, man. Yeah, I guess yeah. there's this reporter, uh, reporter, Lara Logan, who, like they said, was over there... Um, you know, documenting this whole Egypt revolution. And, uh, yeah, I guess she got attacked by these mongrels and, uh, so, you know, sexually assaulted. She got raped. Or, you know, I, I guess I, that's what I'm assuming sexual assault is. These reporters are pretty insane. I don't know. Anderson Cooper was over there. He was getting punched in the face. Yeah. And it, it's weird. Everyone's so optimistic about Egypt and democracy. Like, oh, yeah, Egypt. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. They're going to... They're going to overthrow this dictator, and now they're going to have a, a democracy. But do you see the – like, now the people that are coming in, I don't know if they're any better. Like, there's a Muslim Brotherhood who, uh, you know, they're really, like, anti-Israel and uh, anti-homosexual, and and they're they're really stoked because they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a bigger part in this government. Like, I think, I think part of it is uh, – Maybe the people aren't, uh, you know, maybe the people of Egypt aren't great people, or maybe the people that can kind of overthrow a government and are kind of behind it, maybe not the best people. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really that optimistic about a pure democracy over in Egypt. From what I hear, the Muslim Brotherhood is the most well-organized party, quote-unquote, over there. But they're not – most Egyptians don't support them, so they're not like the majority – Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just they're just kind of well organized and it's scary, basically. (laughs) But uh, when you when you're well organized, I'm for it. And I think, uh, you know, wait, what are you for? I'm for I'm for democracy in Egypt and everywhere. Sure. Yeah. All right. Right. I mean, democracy. I mean, even if they do vote in like uh, bad people, it's like. I don't know. They should have terms. And we've they all should done be able it. to vote. Yeah, I mean, we've all done it. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've made mistakes the in our own democracy. Work. Yeah. It's better than having the same person in for 30 years. Yeah, that's And them slowly crazy. hating us more and more for supporting Right, I guess guy. I guess what you're what you're losing out is okay, hey, at least we know this guy. We have some stability. Like we had good relations with Mubarak before. He was uh, you know, very supportive of Israel or you know, he's That hurts kind our of, image with the people there, you know? Because they don't like him. And right. we're supporting him, so I don't know. 
Well, we'll I think see, overall man. it's better. They vote. Well, well, it's just like you know, just like we don't really know anything about the people of Egypt and like about like they don't know anything about us, the people of America. Like, right? They they, just, they don't know anything about Logan or Paul. No, right. man. But oh, the could little you bit, imagine the if little... they found out about Logan? Oh my God! But the little they do would know, be on its head. It'd be on their <laughs> there'd heads. Be a, there'd be a uh, well. They, the they do know about me and they raped me. Just Logan. <laughs> they tried to burn him alive, apparently. Well, let's let's go to uh, that's kind of a heavy action. Let's go to a little lighter action. Well, last week we talked about uh, Top Shot Two, the amazing reality show on the History Channel. It's such a great program. All it is is marksmanship challenges, extreme slow motion shots of just stuff blowing up, high octane. It's great. It's enter- I, I don't know what it and uh, I'm just I'm sucked up into it. Um, you know, we got our fantasy teams take it very seriously. It's also doubly funny because or, and interesting because you got all these sharpshooters who are badass shots. Right. But they're all little girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all just. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I mean, they're, they're just so emotional and it's like reality stars all the way. This is their fucking moment, reality though, guy. Diva, this yeah. is it. This is the be- This is the pinnacle like the, there's no career in what they're trying to do right now. I know, now. yeah. This this $500 a week reality show that they're doing this is, is the biggest fucking ship to ever come in. And the possibility of winning $100,000 in the title of America's Top Shot. The yeah, first guy that got bad. eliminated cried, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, we were playing <laughs> we were playing the clips of that guy crying. I really and, don't want to go. I, yeah. I just, oh god. <laughs> he was he was priceless. <laughs> um this uh, Top Shot clip of the week I pulled it, I feel like I can find at least one great soundbite a week out of this uh, program. This is a guy, he's not even in this challenge. The, like, the two people who do the worst, they're sent off to the challenge, the elimination challenge, and whoever loses that is kicked off the show. Um, this is just a, a, a cowboy kind of type of guy named Ernie commenting on the elimination challenge. We see two buildings with porches out in front of them. <laughs> Tommy Gunn's sitting on the bench. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh <the> yeah. <laughs> Wait, just one more time. That guy just hits that register. Bitch. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the bomb. The bomb. Oh my god. It's oh, amazing. Man. Which was a little creepy because it was like he was happy to see a scenario where people might be around, you know? Yeah. No, I mean. Oh uh... yeah, we get to shoot at a house. <laughs> Maybe there'll be dummies there we can shoot. Oh yeah. Top shot too, man. What a program. Well, uh, let's see. Have you guys heard the? Um, you guys saw that uh, Watson beat out the uh, two, supposedly the two best Jeopardy players, the two best human Jeopardy players. The computer Watson defeated them pretty soundly. It sounded like uh, Watson basically mopped the floor with these two other guys. Yeah, duh, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean. Uh, I've read multiple articles on it, and oh man, this is so impressive, the artificial intelligence that this computer has. But I, I don't understand, like, how did, as soon as Google came along, how could a computer not beat you? And yeah, okay, I understand there's some wordplay and whatever, but why is yeah, everyone so excited? The most impressive thing has to be its voice recognition, but that's about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just recognize some words and Google them, and then you get the answer. Right, it's not... It's not that impressive. No. All right. We actually got a uh, – let's see. We got a call here. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yellow. Oh, shit. Hold on. Is that Pootie Tang on the phone? <laughs> no, Logan. It's uh, it's not Pootie Tang. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm calling him back. Ooh, I like this. It's a lot of tension Now we here. got your number. <laughs> 
Right, exactly. That's a great thing about caller uh, ID. Yellow. Is this hello? Zach? Yo. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Uh, nothing. <clears throat> we got uh, Zach here on the line. Zach is a uh, childhood friend, still living in the old town of Bethlehem for a little edition of uh, Townie Talk. Zach, you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Cue the music. All right. <laughs> All right, Zach, what's going on in the Lehigh Valley? Uh, well, this week uh, was a uh, plethora of um, interesting stories. Uh, I got three for you, two real quick ones and then one in-depth. All right. So um, most of them have to do with drink. Well, they all have to do with – well, two have to do with drinking. <laughs> one has to do with uh, exposing yourself to uh, children. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So uh, the first one happened at, uh, of all places, Kmart in Allentown. Uh, 43-year-old registered sex offender was charged with exposing himself to a girl inside the Kmart. And then after he was arrested, he admitted to doing it to about 100 victims. Oh, man. Yes. Now, here's here's the crazy part. First off, this guy is registered. And if we're going to have these guys registered and we still can't keep an eye on them, then really, what is the point of the registration system? Right. If if the guy if the guy registers himself as a sex offender and still is able to pull off a hundred sex offending crimes, what, what was the point? Pleasure. He's just showing his dick to people. <laughs> Who hasn't shown their dick to a couple of strangers? Right in Get a Kmart, trying on a pair of sweatpants. You let him sag down. Yep. So what else happens? Yeah, there? Uh, the second one um, is a uh, banger, man. Actually, the place, is, the place, the town is a real hick area, and the, <laughs> the name is Banger. <laughs> so it, there was a, a there was a joke. great local joke. Anytime you mentioned yeah. Banger, I hardly knew her. No, but seriously, you gotta you gotta <laughs> drive to Banger to pick up the supplies. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's if you're well, actually it didn't happen in Banger, but um, it happened in in a downtown Bethlehem, and uh, a man was observed by police uh, driving downtown, which actually has really big sidewalks. Um, driving on the sidewalk near the public library, and the police report said that he was not window shopping or returning books. <laughs> you know you know, you really fucked up when the, the, the policemen decide to be sarcastic in the report. Like, oh, hey, we really, we really got to stick it to these guys. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good one. But uh, the best one of all, and uh, it's actually kind of sad after I read it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> It says, uh, the headline is, Intoxicated Man and Woman Leave Child Behind Inside McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Why is and that I've so funny? I've been to that McDonald's, and it's not a good area. It's a real good <laughs> area. So. Now, what what um, happened? Uh, it says, uh, a man and woman, Tuesday morning, uh, about at like 10 o'clock in the morning, staggered into a McDonald's in Allentown, vomited inside and outside the restaurant, and then attempted to leave their four-year-old daughter behind. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! Well, it's the terrible fours, yeah. you know. <laughs> Fuck them. And now I, I, I would like to see. Um, now wait, was it? Did you mention about the uh, vomiting? Like they vomited outside and inside the restaurant? Yeah, I guess the woman threw up outside, and then they came in. Then the ma- the man actually went into the uh, uh, women's bathroom, threw up in the trash can. They both left, staggering, uh, and then the. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. And then the the girl, the little girl was only wearing a tank top, and she tried to follow him outside. And the the manager of McDonald's uh, grabbed the girl and brought her back inside. Well, and they just uh... laughed. And the police 
police pulled them over right away, and the, they both people were passed out in the car when they were pulled over. <laughs> awesome. Oh my God, that's uh well. I mean, if anything, that just shows the great responsibility of the McDonald's employees to immediately take care of that situation. You know, as Americans, we always like to shit on the McDonald's employees like, oh, yeah, you know, hey, you could be working at McDonald's, you know, like they're these dregs of society. Hey, God bless this guy. He showed up. He put on his no-slip black shoes. He got there with the mop. He mopped up. He cleaned up, and he saw something going wrong, and he did something about it. He didn't just go, oh, hey, I'm a McDonald's employee. I don't give a shit about anything. And he stood up, and he took care of a, of a kid that probably, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, shouldn't be with these parents. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, the guy's, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the guy's name, but his last name was Lugo Alvarado Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it sounds like uh, I'm going to go out and what I read the ages. They're both 22 year olds. Oh, well, yeah. with a four year old. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is a this is a great I, I, just babies having babies. I hope uh, I hope MTV's teen mom sees what they're kind of encouraging. Like, oh, hey, yeah, I can I can take care of a kid at any age. Yeah, sure. I'm just 18. But and my life's totally out of control, and I'm an insane alcoholic. But, yeah, I can take care of a four-year-old. Yeah, w- waking up early in the morning and drinking that heavy, though, that's... Wait, what time uh, What time was it? Did, did it say what time? Well, they, the police were only dispatched at 11.21, so they were there pretty early. So they still made breakfast, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Got that big breakfast. The big breakfast is good. Yeah, you get the McGriddle, McGriddle. going. Yeah. Maybe some, maybe yeah, some of those breakfast burritos. I'm sure. I love those. Yeah, Allentown's pretty strict on uh, they they quit serving breakfast at noon exactly, and if you try to order a breakfast burrito before that, you're fucked. Yeah, you're screwed. All right, Zach. Well, uh, thanks for the townie talk. Anything? Uh, oh wait, no. You said uh, recently uh, you were telling me about a a trip you had to a local bar. You uh you you went there to watch some uh, wrestling. How'd that go down? Oh my God! Yeah. Um, so me and my buddy Steve, he he was the uh, Wheel of Fortune guy. Was on your show the other week. Um, they have uh, they him and uh, my other friend. They're really into wrestling, so they they convinced <laughs> me to come out and grab a couple beers with them the same night as the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Royal Rumble. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Royal Rumble, but I've heard uh, of it. It's yeah, it, it's a hilarious grouping of uh, all. They bring out all the wrestlers at what not at once, but they they do like a. Um, Everybody gets to get in the ring, and you have to throw them over the top ropes. Well, there was a whole other section at the bar of guys that was – I can't even explain it, uh, of how stupid these people look. I mean, <laughs> can I say <laughs> they were the R word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can use that word on this show. Yeah, it, it was bad. I mean, there was like uh, – the, the, my friend Steve knows a couple of guys too. It's pretty bad, and they, it was so bad that they were even. You had to pay ten bucks just to get in that room to watch it with the guy with the wrestling crew. They're all wearing John Cena basketball jerseys, and uh, they do the countdown every time a new wrestler is about to come in. They do the countdown down from ten, and um, I, every time I would walk over to take a leak, I would peer in there and just look at like, you know. It just makes you feel. It does make you feel good about yourself. Looking, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, wow. There's there's nothing there's nothing better than uh, watching some pro wrestling fans and just just feeling a little better about where you're at personally. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, Zach. Well, exactly. uh, hey man, thanks for calling in. I'll see you uh, March 12th when I'm uh, going to be playing Connie's Rick Rack in uh, Philadelphia. Oh yeah, we'll be there, man. Thanks, bro. All right, take it easy. 
Yeah, the uh, professional wrestling fan. I mean, if you really want um, an effective anti-gay or anti-fag campaign, I don't think you need to hire a guy like Wanda Sykes. I think if you can get a guy like John Cena or The Rock behind it, yeah. then because those are the people that need convincing. Wow, The you're Wanda right, Sykes fans are kind of, they're already on board. If yeah. you're a diehard Wanda Sykes fan, or if you're already like, oh yeah, I take her advice from her, or <laughs> yeah. hey, I listen to what Wanda Sykes has to say, you're probably not already walking around going, yeah, shit's gay, blah, blah, blah. And they don't need some, you know, they don't need some, like, older woman talking down to them. No, they that's, need... that's the irony of it is that she has her audience, but that's kind of it. It's, she's also polarizing. Right. So her being against something, if I if I was a kid that kind of hated Wanda Sykes, I would be like, I'm going to do the exact opposite of what this bitch said. <laughs> well, and – and but as I, I was, and as I was, yeah, I mean, I, I think she's funny. Yeah, she's great. Not in the the uh, anti-gay PSA. That was no, that was that was garbage. But, but uh, and it was great. <laughs> the you know, because you look at the internet comments on the video, and the first internet comment was, if you think this uh, PSA is gay, hit thumbs up. And of course, it was beating out all the other PSAs, which means the 13-year-old kids that are watching this are not being helped at all. It's just get wasting our. I'm sure it got some uh, public money behind it or some grant or some sort of of a taxpayer's money to you know end homophobia but that's that's not how you're gonna do it you need someone like john cena or the rock yeah um, you're right maybe get stone cold out of retirement for an anti-gay psa it make, could make hulk hogan do it he needs the money <laughs> hey he's a very public figure that's a great point Paul. He's the patriarch. He's doing he's doing like cash for gold commercials. You're yeah. telling me he's not gonna let's throw some money the Hulkster's way. He's <laughs> he's down and out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all you Hulkamaniacs, stop stop referring to homosexuals in a derogatory way, or I'll rip you apart. <laughs> like my yellow T-shirt. You're gonna get shredded if you keep calling stuff gay. That's not what Hulkamaniacs do. If you are a real American, you don't judge people by their sexual orientation. You judge them by their ability to lay the smack down in the ring. <laughs> it would work. That would be that's how you end homophobia in America. Right. You Professional wrestling stars. That's what we need. <laughs> we don't need Wanda Sykes. Come on. Oh man. Oh man. I've never thought of Wanda Sykes as so ineffective before, but now I just see that uh, you never saw her talk show. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ooh, Logan, he is just on fire. Wow, what is your beef with Wanda Sykes? I actually liked her before I saw her talk show, and it was just garbage. Me, it was like, mommy, mommy. Exactly. Yeah, it, was, it was that she thought it was cool because they drank on the show, but that didn't make it any cooler. Who cares? I couldn't man. save your show. I love, I love, this is something that's been bothering me lately. It's people that are still impressed with the fact that they're drinking something. Like, yeah. they're, like they're, they're still breaking a rule. I'm like, there's no rule being broken. Oh, you're having a, oh, you're well, having a scotch? Well, that's the Ooh. thing is technically that is a rule, an FCC rule, but no one knows. No one who's watching TV notices or knows that you can't drink on TV. I don't Nobody know. cares. I don't care. Right. None I mean, it's supposed to be, yeah, a network TV. You're not supposed to drink alcohol. But meanwhile, the man <laughs> show 10 years ago, they ch- they chug a beer at the end of every episode. It's kind of... It's kind of been done, Wanda. It's kind of been done. <laughs> well, remember uh, when uh, when Kimmel's show first started, they, oh, they yeah. gave free drinks to everybody in right. the audience, and they had to shut it down because people got too drunk. Yeah, it sounded like the a day. Yeah, I think a day two of the Jimmy Kimmel talk show, someone threw up in the auditorium, and Disney just came in and <laughs> shut it down. No, no, this but, is not fine. That was great. Jimmy Kimmel really tried to push the limits and do something crazy. He's like, I don't need a monologue. I don't need a suit. I'm going to have a crazy guest host every week. 
hang out for the entire week. Yeah. And then slowly they just whittled it away until he became exactly like every other talk show host. He's got the tie. He's got the suit. He's got the monologue. He's got yeah. no guest hosts. There's something weird about uh, the viewing public that just if you're going to go out on a big stage and tell us and tell, you know, a silly, goofy monologue, people want to see you wearing a suit and tie. Well, I think I think as comic comics want an intimate setting and they think that's what the audience wants. But the audience is they spend all of their time all day watching TV, watching professionally produced stuff with people wearing ties, you know. I don't know. That's what they want. That's what they expect. That's, that's interesting. That's an interesting. That's probably true. You're probably right. All right, we that. got a uh, caller. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Bear. Hey, Bear. What's up, man? Not much. How's it going? Great, How's man. It going, man. Long time. Yeah, this is uh, Bear, of course, from the uh, Double Rainbow video. <laughs> oh, Bear. Uh, Bear, you're in the studio, of course, with uh, my sidekick Logan and uh, my buddy uh, Paul Danke, stand-up comedian. And you know, you know, Bear, what happened was the other day I was walking around Los Angeles. My car had been broken down. And I was walking around, and it was the clearest, brightest, sunniest day I've seen in a while. And I was like, man, this weather is awesome. I'm really enjoying this day. I wonder how Bear feels about it. I wonder what he's been up to. So I sent you a line, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Okay, now I I thought it would be um be kind of interesting, you know, since you kind of made your mark um talking about the weather, if you could give the green machines out there, the fans of the show, if you could give them uh you know maybe a five day forecast for uh the weather of Los Angeles or whatever kind of weather you want to hit on. Um, well, I, I'm gonna be up in Yosemite tomorrow, so uh, it's supposed to be a um a clearing storm, and I'm actually going up there to to uh take a picture or a video of Horsetail Falls and uh it's a it's an amazing waterfall where this one day uh in a year the sun hits it at a right angle and it looks like it's on fire. <laughs> oh wow I like that uh, I like that. All right. So now uh Bear take us through this. How did you how did you hear about this waterfall that looks like fire? How do you know what day it is? How did you how did you figure this all out? Uh, well, I lived in Yosemite. You know, I've been living there since '85. You know, and it's uh, it's something that only happens once a year. So you just kind of have to, uh, you know, hear through the grapevine when it is. And then it's not always on the same day because there's 365 and a quarter days in a year. Oh. So you kind of have to guess. So it's it's right around these days, like the 18th to the 22nd, sometime. And uh, and it has to be the right conditions. There has to be enough uh, water that year. And then there has to be um, uh, the sun, or, you know, has to be no clouds, and, you know. So it, it's a re- pretty rare thing. I, I've, I've been looking for it for six years. I only caught it once, and I got a, a really big prize with the pictures I took. But now I want to catch it on YouTube if I can. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. basically, we're hearing now. I don't, I don't need to blow the lid off anything, but we're hearing a possible sequel to the infamous Double Rainbow, and that's if you see a fire rainbow coming off this waterfall. Is that what we're hearing? Something like that. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm going to try and catch it. Just let the moment just let the moment move you. And now how is uh has your life has your life changed since I last talked to you? I know that I know right when the the video hit there was a lot of popularity, a lot of buzz, a lot a lot of bear talk, a lot of double rainbow, a lot of people seizing the day, a lot of carpe diem going on. Has that has have you kind of kept on a roll? What has that how has that changed oh, yeah. you permanently? 
I've been really busy. I, you know, I did a commercial with Jennifer Aniston, and then they flew me out to New Zealand, and I did a Smart Water commercial out there. And uh, we just finished shooting um, <laughs> a trailer for a movie that's kind of going to be like uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland goes to Narnia, and then it's uh, it's the viral <laughs> video stars who, oh, are, wow. who are in the internet, and wow. uh, it's pretty amazing. It's coming out any day now. Oh wow, that sounds awesome. Now, Bear. I'm no, I'm not your agent, but man, how? What do we got to do to put you in a Skittles commercial? How does this? <laughs> how is this? It's right there. I think Skittles have something against me. I think it's finally because I've admitted that I smoke pot. <laughs> Come uh, on, that's why you eat Skittles, cause you're high on pot. Yeah, what do they think? What do they? Yeah. What are they smoking when they make those fucking commercials where the dude's yeah, got a tree growing out of his body? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's corporate America for you, Bear. But you're Ooh. fighting it, man. I like it. Oh, right. So, all right. Do you have any? Uh, do you have? Could you give us a forecast of uh, just the next couple days of, of weather? Do you got it? You got anything there? Well, it looks like there's a storm coming. You know, to the LA, um, it should be on its way within the next couple of days. And then after that, I predict there's going to be some rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, that's a great place to go out on bear. Best of luck chasing down the fire rainbow. And and I'm glad to hear you're doing well and uh, super successful career. And uh, take it easy, man. Keep on trucking. All right. Bye, baby. Take it easy. <laughs> yes. He's got a better career than I do. It's oh, yes. It's shit. I mean, he kind of <laughs> knocked it out of the park, though. I, I, yeah. I watched that video several times. Several times, yeah. And, he, <laughs> I mean, doesn't – like, when when great stuff happens to people that are kind of shitheads, you're like, oh, man, that's kind of a bummer. But when great stuff happens to guys like Bear who are just, like, these jolly kind of – I mean, who knows? Bear could have a really dark side. We don't know. I just, <laughs> I just know him on no, the he radio. Does, he's brung the twice he's been on here that I've been here. He brings the mood up. Yeah, he's he sounds super friendly, super genuine, yeah. and a, a genuinely happy guy, kind of upbeat, rolling with the punches of this fame. So, and it's hard to be jealous of the double rainbow guy's fame because it's not like I I'm looking to that. pull that off. I I don't think I could, and uh, I think part of part of how how good it is is kind of bears uniqueness and his uh, genuineness. Yeah, he's unaffected. He's he's right. he's still his own true spirit. So <laughs> fucking great. I'm so I jealous love, of it. I love how now that he's getting money from commercials and stuff, he's able to pursue his full time dream of just chasing down rainbows. <laughs> chasing like, down more rainbows. Yeah, I mean, do you think guys who chase uh, tornadoes are crazy, but it got, this guy, it's, it's, it's like magical. He's a grown man chasing rainbows. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, it kind of gives us all hope, man. You know, we're all chasing rainbows a little bit. Right, exactly. He's just a great metaphor for all of us. <laughs> right. We were we were dissuaded from chasing waterfalls years ago, but uh, this guy, you know, he's chasing rainbows, and he, he doesn't care. <laughs> no. Yeah, nope. man. Nope. Yeah, it just... It, it it just hit me like, hey, what's this guy been up to? And uh, yeah, he's totally cool to come on the show. He, he did a commercial with Jennifer Aniston. He's in some movie. Maybe he can get you in contact with Jennifer Aniston. You gotta get get Jennifer Aniston on the show. Yes, that would be sweet. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she'd be dying to do talk radio, no, but um, come on. Yeah, I I think that would be a pretty awesome get. Needless to say, Logan, I see I see you kind of looking at the clock. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're chomping I got a at, limerick and a haiku. You're oh, chomping man. at the bit here. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the L dog loose. Get him, Logan. Get him. Here's the limerick first. Okay. Do you have any? Uh, do you want the? Do you have any Irish mo- music? <laughs> I mean, I can I can search for it. It might take a little bit. I'll just read it. Okay. There once was an unfunny comic. 
This douche's name was Cornell. Whoa. Logan lyrically murdered this fool, and now he's burning in hell. Whoa, <laughs> man. So Put away the uh, knives. Wow. You just cut, cut the ribbons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, shit. Let's get the haiku going. <laughs> oh, man. Logan is all business. Valentine's is gay. Banger. I hardly know her. <laughs> Cornell's dead to me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That was priceless. I mean, Cornell's dead to me? You don't hear you don't hear uh, sweet haikus often end with that. <laughs> yeah, that's not – I mean, that's not traditionally how they end. I mean, it's – I was I was glad that you got to Cornell's dead to me because I really feel like the first two are – Well, you know, it's got the syllable – rule and it's seasonal it's yeah, got the man, valentines meets all its criteria as far oh, as i'm concerned yeah for, it's technically for a minute there i thought you meant uh seasonal as in regarding to like oh, okay this is the season where cornell dies <laughs> i was worried you were referring to that paul uh where can people check you out where can they get more paul danke uh they can definitely check me out on facebook i'm on facebook it's my uh, my website is facebook and uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm on twitter at uh at paul danke and then um I don't know, I'm on Funny or Die and, and uh, Wit Stream is another site. They can uh, check me out. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, and on SeanTGreen.com, we'll, we'll have a picture of Paul. You, you click that, and you're, you're in Paul's world. You're following him on Twitter. You're getting the feeds. You're plugged in. I will uh, I will be performing at the UCB Theater Saturday, this Saturday, 10 o'clock, at the Hollywood Improv. I'm going to be there Sunday at 8 o'clock. And, of course, the uh, big gig in Philly. March 12th, so uh, make sure you go to SeanTGreen.com. You can get your tickets there. And uh, Logan, man, good times. we got a couple big guests coming up. I don't want to reveal it yet. still in the works. But uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in the show. I always appreciate it. And uh, we do it live here every Thursday, 8 o'clock on LATalkRadio.com. to check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today. Also check me out at DocumentaryLabel.com Oh wait, what, uh... Caller, you're, call, you're on the air. You, what's going on? You got, <laughs> oh, is this that douchebag? Oh wait! Uh, this is Cornell. I, I got a haiku for you. I just wanted to, uh, you know, audition see if maybe I could pick up the job. You all right? Well, real quick, we're we're <laughs> we're we're stacked for time here, but uh, let it loose. You want you want the music? Don't, don't waste our time. I would love the music. This better be good. Oh man. Logan, Miss Black. Lame. For one more trip to rehab. <laughs> Please, try and get clean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Cornell Reed. The Twitter or the the haiku gauntlet has been laid down. I'll put a poll up. On I got to sh- say, I'm happy with that. That was pretty lame. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, till next week, this has been The Green Room. Thank you very much, everyone. Oh, we already did that. <laughs>